Welcome back to another episode of the Red Delicious Boys, hosted by NerdThat.com. John? John, are you going to interrupt me this time? No, you're not. I guess not. John was two episodes. Oh, he's, he's not in this one. Right. Yeah, so, you know, we've, like... So, we're at the curve. We made all eight. <clears throat> I mean, of course. I mean... Well, on the IMDb, he's, he's still listed as being in all eight episodes, I'm pretty no, sure. No, in episode six, which he missed, he's credited as credit only. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get gonna get all of glory. Um, I feel like we should have, like, a... Like, a, a bunch of podcasts that are part of a network, but you're not technically a network. No, you know, no one else is a podcast. <laughs> um... We should all do solo podcasts. I mean, I mean, I mean we need more content. Like, I, I come out letting you get something. Um, I think you do a good like video game talk, something, else, something like that. Um, tool talk with Devin. <laughs> <laughs> tool talk with the Robinol boys. <laughs> Just get a wider variety of people. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but I, I think we should have like a precursor. So like, we can just be like, so we don't just that thing. We, like, we can have like this podcast is. It's under nerdthat.com or something like that. Enjoy the show. And then, like, we're going to go ahead and put the Red Delicious Boys. So we only want to say, like, nerd that thing. Each this time. podcast is under the regime. <laughs> and we can, like, and then I'm still going to be, like, uh, head up to uh, www.nerdthat.com for more podcasts and more content awaiting you or something like that. I, I just thought that through, but. Well, right now, all we <coughs> all we have right now is a Woody doll that's not even voiced <laughs> by Tom Hanks. What is that? I think John took it. Sorry, I thought around here the other day, but I don't know where it is. We were in the Disney store yesterday. Why? Because uh, I was at the mall. <laughs> um, and uh, also, side note, uh, Jordan's getting me for Christmas because he insists it's going to be a present. Uh, a Porky Pig, a Porky the Pig hat. Oh. And a Porg uh, mug. Why'd so. you say Porky the Pig? That's a name. No, it's just Porky Pig. No, it's Porky the Pig. Are you sure? I like both work here. <laughs> That's all, folks. He's the one stuttering character that he represents diversity <laughs> and unknown field that no one is representing in Hollywood. He's a legend. I understand why I did that for some reason. <laughs> all right. Um, we got some news today. The California Raisins are getting a live-action reboot comedy starring Seth Rogen. And Channing Tatum. Yes. And The Rock. And The Rock. <laughs> all of them have CGI except The Rock, who's just, like, painted purple. <laughs> There are more than four California raisins. I don't know why. This is fake news. I don't know why. I I hate like term, but I don't know why I even did that. Oh, we're off to a good start today. I'm, I'm a little sick, so you know. Why are you always like slightly disoriented whenever John's not here? Oh, uh, John, my life force. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I uh, I subscribed on a bunch of the Apple computers on the Apple Store to our podcast. <laughs> so on the iMacs, there there's they're, they're subscribed to the Red Delicious Boys. The ghost of Steve Jobs is watching our podcast. <laughs> He's probably disliking it. Wait, what voice is in my head? <laughs> Why oh, is it telling me to kill? We don't no. I was never listening to Steve Jobs. I thought about the like the Ted Cruz meme voice, like Donald. <laughs> oh, Donald! Give me the delegate, Donald. And I was like, subscribe to the Red Delicious Boy, Steve. <laughs> like that's what in my head. I was like, oh, that doesn't, that doesn't line up properly. That doesn't sound too right. In my head, I just combined Steve Jobs and John Harvey to make Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what's the, what's the actual news that we have? Oh, you called Alfred. Okay, okay. Um, rampage. Okay, usually I, I I have like like the news in categories, but not today. I didn't I didn't really want to do it. Okay. Um, 
we're expected to get a new trailer for Rampage, starring Twelfth Claus, <laughs> around next week or so. Starring Big Daddy Black Adam. Exactly. Big Daddy Black Adam, Twelfth Claus, the man who will beat Tyrese Gibson in a fight. <laughs> also, did, did you hear that, that Jada Pinkett Smith and, and Will Smith gave Tyrese Gibson $5 million? I did not. To help with, to help with his legal fees and his child support, and to just like get off Instagram, like you're like insane. Just stop and to make him go away. They're like maybe, maybe you're saying a little too much. Maybe you think you need to calm down. <laughs> but that it's the um, oh, what's that called? It, it's the little robot boy. What? It's the little robot. That goes around my house cleaning up. The Roomba? The Roomba. <laughs> How'd I, you forget what a Roomba's called? I can hear him downstairs. And him? Fun fact. I used to think... So I hear him every night around like 12, and I it would wake me up for some reason. And it's really kind of quiet. I can barely hear from up here. And I I, I thought it was my dad vacuuming upstairs <laughs> at like 12 o'clock every night. I didn't know why he was vacuuming every night at that time. It freaked me out a little bit. Roombas double as home security if you tape knives to them. <laughs> Yeah, the bag comes and you'll go right for the ankles. <laughs> the ankles are the weakest point. Alright, um, this all starts like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Naomi Harris from Moonlight. Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in the Rampage movie? Yeah. Oh my god. Naomi Harris is in it, um, probably other people. Probably. It's just three people. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's hopefully, it's a special effects guy, I feel like it's gonna be a little, eh. Is, is Jeffrey Dean Morgan one of the monsters? No, no, no. He, he's, he's a good man. Because in, in the original video game, the monsters were people that then turned into monsters. No, I mean, when you to put that... Sorry, Dwantaclaus. Put <laughs> put that post out a while ago, and he was, like, um, talking about how the guy playing his ape that eventually becomes the big ape. Oh, yeah. The weird gorilla man. The bino gorilla guy, yeah. Who's on, like, the stilts or whatever. Yeah, that was weird. Um, okay. We're talking about, um... Jeffrey D. Morgan, uh, Ezra Miller said he wants him for the Flashpoint movie as Batman. I want him for the Flashpoint movie as Batman, but I don't want a Flashpoint movie. Yeah, but someone has a fair point, though. I forgot I was talking about this. That wouldn't make any sense. Why not? Hear me out. Jeffrey D. Morgan was like 45 in Batman v Superman. How, if it's the future and he's still Batman, he'd be a 70-year-old Bruce Wayne, or, or a 70-year-old Thomas Wayne. Unless this is like the... Like the, like the year after the Batman's died. Or that, yeah. Like how, I mean, how long was it? Did they ever specify how long it was in the comics? Like in between Bruce Wayne's death and then him becoming Batman? I feel like Tom Flame was younger in the comic books, though, I feel like. Yeah, because in, in the Flashpoint comics, like he was older when Bruce Wayne died. So then like he was still, he still looked the same when he became Batman. Yeah, but he, he was probably roughly... Early fifties and I would say Flashpoint, so I, I wouldn't say time has progressed. It, it feels like a lived-in world. I feel like like Cyborg wouldn't be around because Cyborg's a lot younger than than Bruce Wayne is. So I feel like you would have to age it up. I feel like, and this is why this is why I have the problem with um doing a Flashpoint movie so early. Like if you give it times and like age the characters out, like make Cyborg like give Cyborg more things to do. And, like, more experience as a character. And then it'll make sense for you to then go back and have him play a big part in Flashpoint. Yeah, I mean, I guess 
Lauren uh, Cohen would make sense because she's already younger. She's in her early 30s, so that would make sense for her as Martha Wayne to, to age into a role, but still. She'd be a better Joker than Jared Leto. <laughs> Anyone would be a better Joker than Jared Leto, to be honest. But he's. We're just talking with them for now. Or are we? Or are we? Because we're getting that solo movie with Martin Scorsese and um, the guy from War Dogs and The Hangover, Todd uh, Todd Phillips, I think. <clears throat> and if the rumors are true, he's they're not rectifying their whole Suicide Squad mistake. They're just bringing in another overpowered bad guy. Oh yeah, bringing that back to Dwanta Claus. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Johnson's rumored to be the villain of Suicide Squad too. I mean, I understand putting together a task force to deal with stuff. But make them deal with, like, human-level threats. Like, if it's like... We're getting more powerful people. Because if it's like, oh, this gang of terrorists is holding an important person hostage, then you send in the Suicide Squad. But if it's literally like an ancient god with the power of Superman, that's when you send in the Justice League. Exactly. I mean, the whole thing I'm thinking of is, like, who's more powerful, Enchantress or Black Adam? At Full power, probably Black Adam. That's what I was thinking. So, and they could barely handle Enchantress. Yeah, I had a hard time. I had a hard time believing that baseball bat girl could beat Enchantress, and I have an even harder time thinking that she can beat Black Adam. I mean, they're both kind of gods, I guess. But like, they're gonna have to up the ante with the super powered characters in the sequel. I feel like just keep um, Deadshot, um, Harley Quinn. Rick Flag. See, I don't know. I mean, I, I think mean, like you don't need Rick Flag actually. Har- I mean, Harley Quinn's also out with the Joker. Like she got busted out of wherever of uh, Bell Rev. Oh uh, yeah, that is true. But if Joker is supposed to be in Suicide Squad, I feel like you have to have Harley. Is he supposedly in it? I didn't hear. I didn't hear yeah. anything about him. For- don't make. Don't do the same thing as last time. Like, I mean, if you do. Bring the Joker in again. Give him more to do than just, like, ten minutes of, like, oh, I'm here. I mean, but we got a great director. I mean, seeing though, we also had a great director for Suicide Squad 1, so... Who's, um, directing Suicide Squad 2? Uh, Gavin Yates, I believe, who did, uh, Warrior, oh. uh, with Tom Hardy, and, uh, The Accountant with Ben Affleck, and one other I can't think of, but, so he's all really good movies. So I'm like, I'm... Oh, yeah, guess what? Uh, Daddy's Home 2 has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Mel Gibson. You know what, Simon? I'm, I hate Mel Gibson. <laughs> we for, In this house, we, we forgive Mel we Gibson. We don't, Simon. I, I read a... There was like... Someone put an article and I was like, Hey, um, top five facts to remember about Mel Gibson before you see him start in a children's movie this weekend. And there's some stuff I know about. I'm like, oh, you're such a bad person. We did, shouldn't did forgive he, you. Did he burn down the Holocaust Memorial Museum? Oh, he's... He said some stuff I was not aware of. Spousal abuse. Oh. Yeah, I think he has his, all sexu- his own sexual assault allegations too, maybe. <laughs> Mel, no. Yeah, don't forgive him. <laughs> Mel, keep it in your pants. Just, so hey, remember in eighth grade when rumor. you were... So that's a rumor, don't so we can't, we can't get sued for that. Remember in eighth grade when you told me all the stuff Mel Gibson did and I was like utterly devastated? Yeah. Like, but... that was the first time I felt real emotional pain when you told me all the things Mel Gibson had done. He's a really bad person, <laughs> Simon. Okay, well, actually, we'll let we we'll, like, touch on the... Actually, we talked about Rampage. We talked about... Uh, what's talk about? We talked about what? We talked about... We talked about Suicide Squad 2. Black Adam being in it, possibly. We talked about something else. Oh, Shazam! Uh, Billy Batson cast gets in Disney Channel. Great. 
I don't Wait, what, kid from what Disney? I don't know what his name is. I don't know either. He, I, look, he looks exactly like Levi, though. They should have cast the kid from Young Sheldon as Billy <laughs> Batson. Um, oh, crap. I can't remember what I was talking about. Um, I said, speaking of Dwayne Johnson, I talked about another thing he's in. He's involved in. DC? I guess not. I can't read that. You were currently um, talking about, um, like, new people to bring into the Suicide Squad? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, wait, okay, but whatever. Um, just, yeah, whatever. So, show us the damn cool. Um, keep it the same, I would say. Keep, like, Boomerang. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn, Deadshot, and Croc, I would say. I don't really need Red Flag or anyone else back. I mean, I'd say everyone needs an upgrade. Like, something to just increase their power. Like, give Boomerang, like, a wider range of boomerangs and like like explosive boomerangs, sonar boomerangs. There's like stuff that's actually useful. Yeah. Um. So they cut off all their minorities. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, they kept the Asian. I forgot like the tunnel was that movie straight up. I I really did. Jesus. <clears throat> wow, she really is in that movie. I. Did she even show up in the final battle? I don't remember her being there. Neither do I. I remember it was like, Rick Flagg was there. Rick Flagg, Harley Quinn, and Deadshot were there because they all had their memories, or like the memories that Enchantress gave them. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang was there because he got his ass kicked at every possible interval. And then Killer Croc like threw the bomb at her. She must have been there. I feel like she she had to. Yeah, she saved Boomerang the one time. Because the only thing I remember her before that is when they talk about her origin when they're in when they're about <laughs> to go underwater. They're like. Her husband died. The weird, the weird, like, was that one had the, the clip of her husband dying? Yeah, they had the clip of her killing a guy because her husband died. She was like, I'm angry. Oh. He's like, no, I'm Asian. Then it was like Japanese subtitles. I gotcha. Okay. Well. I, I, I don't think we need her again. I mean, make her, maybe with. Maybe more likable? Yeah, maybe with new characters, like, actually introduce her from the beginning. And then you yeah. can. And then you can give someone else that treatment, like, this is King Shark, he's got my back. He shows up, like, an hour into the movie. <laughs> he's pretty much Killer Croc, but, you know... We got more minorities. <laughs> this time, he's, like, Polynesian. <laughs> he's Polynesian stereotype. He's gonna do a hula dancer in the movie this time. <laughs> I like he watches, he watches, like, Moana in the background. Um, <clears throat> what was I say also? Um... We got more allegations against people in the geek culture and people in general. Louis C.K. Oh, no! Not he, Louis C.K. He, he uh, masturbated in front of several women. No! He's been fired from Secret Life of Pets 2. <laughs> no! no! <laughs> See, that was pretty bad thought. I mean, Not the funny man. Um, he made jokes about white people. They were funny. Yeah, but if you look at them as stand-up, you can't be that surprised. Also, he can't be trusted. You it's really weird. Like he talks about like how men can't be trusted. I'm like, yeah, you can't be trusted, Louis C.K. Um, but uh, his show got canceled. He's making called Cop something. What about so, the show on Netflix that he has? Like Louis, it's called or something. Louis? Yeah, Louis. Yeah. It's on. It's on Netflix original. It's on FX. But that's but, but FX is. I said Netflix. FX. Oh. FX has uh, terminated him from the show he's producing, which is. Better Things, Baskets, that cop show. Baskets? The Zach yeah. Galifianakis show? Yeah, he's a producer on that. He co-created it. Oh. That, sh- that show was really outdated. 
Like when they when they pretty good. But when they came around to season two, they were still doing like the killer clown joke thing from twenty sixteen, even though it was like a long time ago. <laughs> it it legitimately is a, a really good show though. Like uh, Louis Anderson plays his mom, and he's really funny in it. Um, not Louis C.K. I feel like this is just a this is gonna be the big thing that everyone remembers about twenty seventeen. It's like yeah, all these ev- predators outed. Shane Black's the predator <laughs> outed. Um, George Decay has a model coming against him that he groped him in nineteen eighty one. When he was the way still a model, he, he's, he's a former model at this point. Oh, no. Um, as well as the uh, producer on all the CW shows, Andrew Kreisberg, has 15 men and women coming out against him. Men and women? Yeah. At least he's diverse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there was a really kind of offensive tweet by Elliot Morgan from Sugar Pine 7, Stuart Fed, you know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really funny. He's like, yeah, of course. And people got mad at him. He's like, yeah, of course it's offensive. It's meant to be offensive. It's an edgy tweet. And he's like, he's like, Louis C.K., he's so funny. Even the way he sexually, sexually harasses people is funny. <laughs> Just whipping his dong around. I'm like, I'm like that, 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 that's a well thought out joke. Okay. Uh, what does that say? Oh, Injustice 2. Oh, no. We've got some news for you. Why would you put the Ninja Turtles in Injustice 2? <laughs> I mean, Turtles. <laughs> 10 p.m. screening of Ninja Turtles with all my friends. Why were his arms so long in that picture? <laughs> Plastic Man. Um, I'll, I'll give them that. The turtles look good. <laughs> they like, look like out, straight out the 90s movie. But not scary. Like, yeah. sometimes those were pretty frightening. I really like... My side! <laughs> he, like, re-screamed by the side. <laughs> that classic moment. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about in the in the 90s movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, Fighter Pack 3 trailer. So, are we... Is that the last Fighter Pack? It might be. But, um... So, it's Adam, Enchantress, and then... How would you do the Ninja Turtles? Because... Is it like they're all skins? I feel like that's what you'd have to do because but, I don't want. No, sorry, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but um, Leo has a line in, in the trailer where he's like, "No, we do this together." Yeah. So are they all and, fighting at once? And then they all kind of like gather behind him in the when they, when all the characters are lined up. It's like Adam, Leonardo, and then the turtles behind him, and then Enchantress. So maybe it's like. A Pokemon trainer in Smash Bros. Like they all, uh, uh, you'll think of maybe like half of a health bar. Oh. So it's like you like you like, like you know like how there's one, two health bars. Yeah. Whatever. So it'd be like each person has a, a quarter of the overall. health. Yes, exactly. That would be tolerable. I mean, I don't want them to fill up four character slots because that's, that's annoying. And then as a completionist, I don't want to have to max them all out to level twenty. I haven't played this game in months, I'm going to be honest. I've been, uh, I before I got The Witcher 3, I went back and played it a lot, and I leveled up uh, my Batman, Black Manta, and a couple other guys. Oh, I, I was going to start playing it, but then, for some reason, my DLC, I guess, didn't load, so I'm like, I want to play these new characters, but they're not loading, so I was like, oh, this is frustrating, I don't like trying to figure this out. I think so far, Black Manta is the best DLC character, just because he's so much fun to play as. I'm hyped for Hellboy. Yeah. Is he, when does he come out? Uh, well, these, these guys come out in December, so I'll wait probably come out pretty soon. I'm gonna get him. And, uh, I mean... But, I mean, did you watch the Fighter Pack 3 trailer? Yeah. So... They tease, they tease Constantine. I know, and I'm... 
I'm excited, but I don't know if it's Constantine. I mean, I feel like the, I feel like that's the obvious choice. And some people were saying like, oh, that's just Hellboy. But A, Hellboy smokes cigars. And B, yeah. why would they tease a character that they already revealed? Yeah, but so... But was Wrath the guy in the hood then? Because... Who? Because in, you know, when when uh, when Raphael's in the skies, he has this collar up in the hood and the hat. So was that the guy, was that the silhouette then? I think, like, when he appears in the alleyway, like, when he yeah. throws the side down, I think that was just supposed to be, like, their civilian disguises, like, from the cartoon when no, they had no, the no, hat no, and the trench coat. No, I know that, but, like, was that the silhouette then? Because you Like, the person the- who was beating them up? No, because do you remember in the the first show when we got Starfire? Oh, and they got the silhouette, the oh, collar, oh, and, the, yeah, yeah. and then the hat. Yeah, it might be. Plus, he's a really big head, though. So I'm like, yeah. So I I thought back. that might be uh, Rorschach. I thought this is this is really disappointing. Yeah, I mean, mm. if if you're if you're teasing Constantine, don't do any more fighter packs. I'd say I'd say like release characters. And be like, hey, this guy's on his own. And Pay can... five bucks for him. Yeah. There's, I'm pretty sure they're six bucks now. Oh. Um, the, the infliction hit us hard after Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? Like, <clears throat> I think I'm interested to see how they do the Ninja Turtles. But I think, honestly, I would have just preferred Spawn. I would have preferred them to just be like, hey. Oh, I take the Turtles over Spawn. I, I would have preferred them to just be like, hey, you all knew this was coming. Here's Spawn. That being said... A way to make me like turtles even more is if you have the option to play them in their different styles of animation, like uh, the, like the black and white comic version, eighties version, early two thousands version, twelve twelve Nickelodeon version. That'd be kind of dope. I mean, I feel like the only way they could do that is gear. Yeah, but then if you don't have like a full set of gear, it would just look weird. <laughs> yeah, that is true. It would true. just be like the Nickelodeon head and like a black and white arm, which looks like some kind of weird monster. Oh, <laughs> as like it's like oozes, just like spilling out of their out of their head. But like, if you got a full gear set for something, that would look pretty good. Okay. Um. Are do you, do you have any more thoughts on that? Or are you good? Um. Really wish they would just swap out the Ninja Turtles for four extra character slots, like Constantine, Plastic Man. And then whoever else you want, two other. Um, who, 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 two other people in that game. Um, maybe. Ooh, let me think about that. I mean, my favorite DC hero and DC villain are already in it, so I don't really need that. Yeah, maybe like. There's somebody good. I'm trying to think of somebody besides Plastic Man and Doc Costin. They're actually like really. Or with Garage in it already. Who's a good villain? Um, a good villain. Um, that really have interesting mechanics. Of, that, that, that's my thing. Um, Metallo. Metallo would be cool. I was going to bring the main villain. What I'm talking about. Um, maybe like a Martian Manhunter be back. Or like, like a Batgirl. Those, yeah. those, those are good characters. I'd rather see Martian Manhunter come back. Honestly, I think they could do more with him like in terms of gear and stuff. Vixen would be interesting, but Vixen's she's already in skin, it. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, <clears throat> it's kind of wasted. Vixen, what Cheetah and not Vixen really? Yeah, I think I think Cheetah should have been the uh, the um, premier skin. Vixen, Vixen's a way cooler character. What about um, Vixen? You could 
Like, for mechanics, you could also include, like, the animal thing. Yeah, then... N- not Wildebeest, but what's the guy's name? Bawanabeast? Bawanabeast, yeah. <laughs> they do with, like, the leopard shorts. <laughs> yeah, th- that'd be... I'd like, be down for that. Wildcat? Wildcat, of course, my one of my favorites. Red Tornado. He could be cool mechanics, actually. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can see that being annoying, though. Like, for tournaments, like, someone plays Red Tornado just traps you in a corner and just, like, keep, like putting you up in the air with tornadoes or something yeah but i also feel like we've had we have a lot of like android like human like emotionless characters already like i only need another one of those okay taika watiti is talking about an op- a possible uh opening scene for thor 4 if he was indeed to direct it what did he say um he, he likes the idea so actually we'll sum it up too so grandmaster he makes it out of the car there's an a cut um scene for that's possibly a um, end credit scene where Grandmaster and Topaz are on the Asgardian ship, like, hey, this Earth place sounds pretty cool. Maybe we could, uh, maybe we could like blend in or whatever, and like it's all <coughs> weird. Jeff Goldblum got shaking when he's talking. <laughs> um, and then so he's like, you know, it'd be cool if um, if like all Grandmaster is at this point and he's working he's a working actor for money so they do a reenactment of of Asgard being destroyed we bring back Sam Neill as Odin um Jeff Goldblum acting as somebody uh, probably Grandmaster I guess again um or, or Grandmaster playing somebody and you have Laura Dern be as some as like Hella so it'd be a Jurassic Park 4 reunion I'm like I kinda love that idea I- I'm gonna be honest yeah I like that that would be that'd be pretty good <laughs> Kevin Feige confirmed Beta Ray Bill will be in the MCU. They I said know. he was gonna be in Thor three, but the part didn't do him justice. Then he was quoted saying, "If you can't do it right, do it later." Smart. I mean, I assume that he was supposed to appear in the Willy Wonka scene, like in that yeah. part where you see Bi- where you see the Bi Beast for like a split second. I bet he'd probably like be there with him. Or I feel like he might have been. In the gladiators, like he was like with the gladiators, he was more of like a background character, kind of like me. I feel like that was like kind of a waste of him. Now, but he was, but he was one of the champions. Oh, true, you're right. Because he was up there on the content on the uh, Grandmaster's Tower. Well, maybe he's, he's like a fallen champion at this point. Yeah, I feel like there's too much for him to do that they would like kill him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you must think what happened to him. The did Hulk, there did Hulk, or what else kill him? I mean, in the past, he's. I don't know what happened for Planet Hulk, but, like, he came off, like, the destruction of his world, so he's the last of whatever he's supposed to be, the horseman, and then, before he came to Sakaar, he, like, crashed on Asgard and just beat the crap out of Thor for no reason, and Odin was like, hey, I like you better than my son, have this hammer, and he gave him a Stormbreaker, and then he went to Sakaar, I think, and he just kicked ass there interesting and i think once hulk showed up they fought each other to like a standstill and then early i'm basing this off the uh movie because beta ray bill wasn't in the planet hulk comic book oh yeah but in the movie they fight each other movie in the movie they fight each other to a standstill and then beta ray bill helps uh hulk like break out and then like he helps him take his revenge on earth after they like launched him into space huh so like beta ray bill's a He's technically a hero, but he's, like, a really... He's an anti-hero, actually. Huh. He beats up Thor. He 
takes Thor's girl. He helps Hulk get his revenge on Earth. Speaking of anti-hero, Deadpool 2, a Yay. movie I'm not really excited for. I'm kind of excited for it, but... Mainly really just for Cable my, and Domino. I'm excited for Cable. I mean, like, I feel like if they had if they had kind of kept it quiet on Cable for a little longer, it would have been. Because now I'm like, when it, when they first announced Josh Brolin, I was like, yeah, Cable! And now there's like, oh, there he is again on in all the media. Yeah, but that actually is really... That's pretty great casting. Same yeah. as Zazie beats his Domino, so I'm like, okay. And everyone's back from the, from the first one, so I'm like, besides the director. Um, <laughs> Tim Lord's been Terminator, though, so... Besides Francis. Oh, yeah, true. I mean, he's going to have a great career right now, because that's an announcement he's not in Hellboy. Like, he can really save his ass Everyone's going to love him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, it's like a... Not a Jeffrey Dahmer painting, I'll just say. I know when Rockwell uh, painted the style of the Thanksgiving table. Yeah. It's fun. The marketing's going to kick in soon. So, you know, I'm kind of excited for it. I'm I, gonna I'm going to see it anyway. I hope the humor is a little smarter this time. Josh I, Brolin says it's funnier, but I don't know. Because they're giving it a bigger budget. And well, with a bigger budget, you tend to get a little more full of yourself. I feel like maybe now this time... They have less constraints and less need to, like, appeal to a broader audience thinking they may be a smarter human this time. I don't think we on it, but also, you know, until I see a trailer, I'm a little, eh. Uh, the director, or the writer of Jurassic World, Derek Connolly, is uh, in talks to write the Metal Gear Solid movie, which would be directed by Jordan Vogue-Robert, director of um, Kings of Summer and Kong Skull Island. I don't really want them to do a Metal Gear movie. Because... The, the series is confusing as hell. It's like, there's different snakes. Yeah. And it's like, every salad every snake. one's a different snake. IG, follow IG Salad Snake. We're not actually endorsed by Salad Snake. You can choose to follow him on your own free will. But my biggest problem with it is what they're going to do for the Psycho Mantis. Have you seen that? I've played two games, so not really. Psycho Mantis is a villain in the first game. And he's it's, argu- it's arguably the best part of the first game, which... I assume this is what the movie will be based on, the first one, because it's called Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And in the first one, Psycho Mantis is like, he has the power to read minds, and he has the power to, um, he has the power of telekinesis, which makes it, like, such a hard boss battle. And, first of all, he reads your PlayStation memory card to read your mind, and then he'll tell you what games you like. So then he'll be like, let's see, Snake, you've played a lot of this, haven't you? And then, like, you'll be like, what, how'd you know? He's like, well, I can read your mind, Snake. You play a lot of video games. And then you beat, I don't remember if this is exactly how you do it, but the only way you can beat him is by changing the control scheme of your controller. Because then, if you just try to attack him, he can predict your attacks. But then if you change your controls, he won't be able to predict it, and you can attack him. So it's really, it's a really interactive experience. Huh. And, like, wow. I feel like they would just squander that. Yeah, well, um, also, you gotta have the box gag, and I, and I feel like if it's too serious of a tone, but I, I, I think really, Kong Skull not a great movie, King of Summer is a pretty great movie, so, but I still, I'm like, one thing I liked about Kong, did action really well, I, I think it did comedy really well, and with a smaller cast of characters, I think Jordan Wood Roberts really shine there. Yeah, and like you mentioned, like, the tone, that's another problem with the series is, like, sometimes it's, like, super serious, and other times it's just, like, really stupid funny. Like, they don't, 
there's a lot of times where the games don't take themselves seriously, <clears throat> but then when they do, it's like really dark and gritty and stuff. And I feel like you can't do all that variation in one movie. Hmm. Um. Let's say was. <clears throat> do you have anybody you, you like to see cast as Snake? <clears throat> as, as, as Snake? As Snake. I mean, if you were doing this a while ago, I would have said Kurt Russell, but he's too old now. I I have one. I think decent. Hmm. Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, I could see that. I could see. If they if they make this a successful franchise, I could see Kurt Russell playing an older Snake because he does. Oh yeah. He does stick around and he does age throughout the series. But he's not like a main character after the first game. That would be cool. wait. I played five and six. So who is that? There is, there is no six. Or four and five. Then sorry. So you played. Which one's Phantom f- Pain and what one which one one's four? It might be Snake Eater. It might be um. Four is a really short one. Where it's like, would like a two-hour campaign if that even. You played, you played Phantom Pain. You did not play four. You played Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes, yeah, which I, was yeah. it was a uh, little like precursor to five to help people get hyped up for it. Okay, so it wasn't meant to be released as a full game. I played those two. So you played the full five experience. Yes. You've played one game. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess technically Ground Zeroes counts as a game, but not. Re- it's more of like an expansion. That you didn't have, that you could get before the game. Yeah. So. Cause, Cause Solid Snake is back in Ground Zeroes, isn't he? Yeah, okay, that, that's why I was confused. I was like. Because <laughs> you said he, what, you don't see him. I'm like, okay, well, was that not Solid Snake then? I, I forgot about Ground Zeroes. Okay. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was. I kind of missed the, the snake, snake. <laughs> I know that. That's a reference I get. Yeah. I feel like I want to get. Um, I want to get Metal Gear Solid Five. I've been meaning to buy it for a long time, but I know a, I do not know a lot about Metal Gear Solid, and I feel like it would just be full of stuff that I don't get. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like that was Warcraft very inside ball game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Black Adam has a new writer for the guy from Unbreakable, not Unbreakable, <coughs> Undateable. Sorry, <laughs> it's not. It's not in my Shyamalan. Um, Dwayne Johnson says he's good. So, it's kind of a non-story story. He's but got the Duanta Claus seal of approval. Yeah, so, cool. I don't think he needs a standalone movie. There are too many movies in production. Yeah, I mean, cut the cut the Deathstroke. Honestly, I don't I don't care about Deathstroke. I mean, I do, but not in the context of give him his own movie. Yeah, same with Black Adam, same with Harley Quinn. <clears throat> Nightwing could be cool, though. It, it's a good director. Nightwing could be cool, especially if they do the whole, like, on his own kind of thing. And they're not just, like, your, your Batman sidekick. So, like, Chris McKay, you directed the Lego Batman movie, directing it. He said that, he was on these tweets, and he's like, I have such love for this character. He's my favorite character for for decades. So, I, I want to give this the most care and appreciation that I can. I mean, I, I hope they do, <clears throat> I hope they do, like, this, this is worded wrong, but I want them to do the Spider-Man Homecoming thing in that, like, he's already Nightwing. Yeah. Because I feel like that'd be stupid if it's like, I'm not a kid anymore, dad, and then he just becomes Nightwing. Like, I don't want to see that on screen. Like I want him to... As Nightwing. <coughs> I want him to, like, already be established as Nightwing and already be in Bloodhaven and stuff like that. That'd be cool. Um... I feel like this one, you could you could use flashbacks to the Flying Graysons. Yeah. Because I feel like that's not an origin story we've seen many times all, all over. But I feel like... I kind of like, like this guy, Chris McKay. One, I love, like, a bad movie. <coughs> also, I feel like he... I feel like he loves his character so much. It, that'd be like me making a Hawkeye or Plastic Man movie. <laughs> like, or you making a Doctor Fate movie. It's like, oh, we have that, have that love for it. Uh, who would, 
Who would the villain be in a Nightwing movie? I know there's um, Blockbuster is like his arch enemy. That he's, he's the one I know. <clears throat> there's Blockbuster. There's this guy called Nightwing, spelled N-I-T-E-W-I-N-G. That's stupid. But he's That's really stupid. He's a um, I don't think they could do him for the movie because his whole thing is that like um. He claims to be a vigilante that's, like, fighting for the people, but he always ends up, like, misidentifying his target and is, like, beating up and, off- and often killing civilians. <laughs> so I feel like he'd just be, like, he'd just be, like, comedic relief for the movie. I don't know if it needs that. They'd be, like, the fake Batman from Dark Knight almost. Yeah. And, um, you could, he's not specifically a Nightwing villain, but you could do, um, Talon from the whole Court of Owls thing. I'm so, I'm sick of the Cordells already. I don't, I don't know. They're new. I think like they've been used a bunch of times. They killed already. them off in uh, DC Metal. They're they're dead. Oh. They um. I forget how they explained it, but the Court of Owls hideout was like the central convergence point for the Dark Multiverse. So then all the evil Batman showed up there and just like destroyed the place. Oh, side note: Do you still want to go to the comic book store today? Or I guess so, depending on how much time we've got. I gotta be back. I gotta be back by six at the latest. I don't know if it'll really be that long. Yeah, I. Mm, I brought I brought money just in case, okay, but yeah. like, I'll, I probably just put on actual clothes. I, I might have to walk. I might be able to walk in pajamas. I don't think people don't care as much as we yeah. think. Um. Well, so maybe not because I didn't say I probably shouldn't be on the cold too much. But I'll let you know because I feel okay. Whatever. Back back to the main topic. Okay. Um. Is Plastic Man actually in the main comic, or is he just in the Mr. Harry thing? In the uh, DC Metal? Yeah. I don't know. So far, I've only read the origin for um, the Murder Machine and the Merciless, which is the Cyborg and Wonder Woman collaborations. But from what I can tell, Plastic Man is part of the Gotham Resistance, which is um, like actively fighting the evil Batman on this one Earth. And if I recall... I saw something about this on Instagram, like, an account that posts, like, comic panels. The Gotham Resistance was about to die from the evil Batman, but they were rescued by Dr. Fate, who then, like, has also been rescuing other heroes from the Dark Batman to kind of, like, put together his own team to stop them. And I'm pretty sure Plastic Man is in that team now. Ha. Ah, <coughs> I'm in. Um, uh, oh, I'm gonna steal a segment from two other shows I like later on for us. Okay. Alright. Um... Aladdin, the Tiger Boy is gonna be in it. Good. That, that, I got. Cool. I got no dissenting opinion on that. Ja- Jasmine has <coughs> no friends besides that they're running a friend for Jasmine. Are they really? So, yeah. Which it's played by Nasim Pedrag from Screen Queens SNL. So I'm like, that's kind of good. Oh. I thought that would. I thought that was the random white person that they're adding to the movie. No, that th- that's a white prince. <sighs> Make like if they specify that he's from Europe, like. But you don't need him. I know you don't, but like. If you if it's ab- if you absolutely must have a white person, in, do the Great Wall thing where they spe- they made it very clear that Matt Damon is not supposed to be Asian. Matt Damon is supposed to be from Europe. I I, I don't think they would do that. I mean, like I mean, I don't, I don't think they would ever try to make him Asian, or or Middle Eastern or whatever. Sorry, yeah, but um, uh, but still, I don't know. I, you don't need him. Don't. But I mean, if you're gonna do it, the least you can do is try and cover it up. Yeah. Um. The Predator is supposedly uh, very funny and violent, says uh, <sighs> says Edward James almost. No. You, you want to be funny? I do, but that was never the primary focus of the first movie. It was supposed to be like 
Okay, well, I can't really say that. Cause the first movie was just like, the first movie was just like, bland. I'll stand by that opinion. It's not. I, that I stand great. by the fact that the first movie turns boys into men. Like that was just if you wanna if you wanna like fill someone with testosterone, you watch the first Predator movie. Just for that one scene where it's like Dylan, you son of a bitch, and they dip, and the biceps explode. That I, movie is just like manly. I'm, I'm not a fan of any Predator movies, to be honest. I'm a fan. I love the first one. It's my favorite movie, as you know. Um, wait, wait, it's your favorite movie of all time. Yeah, we've been we've I been over this. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, we did two truths and one lie that one time, and I said as the lie, I said my favorite movie was Alien. You were like, I thought it was Predator, and I was like, Wow, you fool! You couldn't tell that I was lying. Wait, wait, you said that I said I thought it was Predator. Yes, it was like in eighth grade. We were doing two truths and one lie for like icebreakers. And my one lie was that my favorite movie is Alien. And when I said that, you turned to me you're like, I thought your favorite movie was Predator. Uh, and I was like, okay. oh, well. <clears throat> yep. I stand by the fact that Predator 2 is not as bad as everyone says it is, but still a bad movie. And then Predators is just god-awful, and I hope to never see it again. I'm still trying to conceptualize that memory so bad I have no memory <laughs> of that whatsoever. Please. <clears throat> Whatever. Not important. Okay, um... I mean, that's, I still have faith in Shane Black that he can do this, but the more that... The more they release about it, the more worried I am. There's like, it's set in the suburbs. They've got PTSD. It's funny. It's like, no. They're going to a veterans hospital to try to hunt aliens. I'm like, that's, they're all crazy. But that's, that's interesting, <clears throat> I guess, but. If they're all crazy, if they're all like, have PTSD and they're hunting aliens that don't exist, why would the predator come after them? Because. Like, they're clearly not. Because, because someone, because someone's, one of the guys saw them. Or, or, sorry. So one of the guys saw the predator. So he's being hunted by the predator. And they're like. We're gonna get this guy. So they're like, they're like insane on medication, trying to like. This uh, is this is uh, this is just getting worse every day. Yeah, it's like, interesting. On their own, like insane veterans, they're not really top game for the predator to hunt. But a bunch of insane <laughs> veterans, you know. Like, <clears throat> I had always hoped that they would do a period piece for another predator movie, like like a World War Two. That'd yeah, be cool. World War Two. Like they made a comic. They made a comic series once called Predator the Cold War, and it wasn't really about the Cold War, but I like that idea of, like, the Predator in the middle of, like, the political war, like, not just... Because the, the, the Cold War wasn't fought The with... Predator killed JFK? <laughs> actually, actually, that's, like, Cuba. J- JFK, was, I mean, in terms of physicality, I don't think JFK would be able to fight the Predator in a fair match. We stand as terrorists on the war, and the Predator like, blows his head off. I'm adding that to the only good list of JFK conspiracy theories, <laughs> along with number one, his head just did that. Number two, number two is the picture of the cat in the hat, like about to hit him. And number three, the predator did it. All right. Um, any, any final thoughts? I know you're a big predator fan. Um, Please, I don't want. I don't want to start with that. I, I didn't like that. Never mind. Again, Thank if you. you if you had just done like any any war with the predator in it, like World War Two. Vietnam would have been Vietnam War with the Predators basically uh, that would be yeah, basically just jungle just be, warfare yeah so like if you did World War, you could do Iraq but I feel like there's not That'd be kind of cool I guess there's not a whole lot for the Predator to do there in terms of like stealth it's a lot of like open he's, desert he's rocks he's rocks um but yeah I think you missed an opportunity to do that but hopefully like if this movie's good you can make another one and do that well they are Iraqi and Afghanistan veterans, so maybe with the guy first saw him in Iraq or something like that. That would be cool, because at least he's still following his thing of hunting soldiers. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mark Miller is teasing news for this week about a kick-ass and hit girl on Netflix. 
Because uh, a show. A short movie, we'll know. Because starring Aaron Taylor Johnson and maybe Castle, maybe Chloe Grace Moretz. Maybe we'll know because um, he's he just he just teasing pictures with us. I forgot that was Chloe Grace Moretz in that movie. She's pretty great. Great in that. That's probably her best role. I would say. She's pretty great in that. Not pretty great overall. Yeah, she's a lot of bad movies. She's some good ones. Until like my neighbors too is pretty decent. The Fifth Wave. Uh, she was in I Love You, Daddy. Which is never heard of that. That sounds weird. It's Louis C.K.'s new movie, <laughs> <laughs> um, where she's eighteen years old and dating John Malkovich. Oh, yeah, it's Woody Allen inspired. So that's meant to be weird. Did you see the? There's doing Charlie a, Day's in it. What? Charlie Day's in it. Oh, Charlie Day. They're doing a new Woody Allen movie or Woody Allen. Yeah, with like a sixteen-year-old girl, right, or whatever. What? Right. It's called Wonder Wheel, and it's like. Oh, but he's he's a show coming out too, and a movie. One with uh, Selena. I don't know which is which, but supposedly one with like Selena Gomez and I saw, Diego Luno. I saw Selena Gomez like, like behind the scenes pictures or something with her but and Woody Allen. It's like her dating like a really old man or something like that. Because Woody Allen's a pedophile. Woody Allen's literally just like on his knees begging for someone to out him. He's literally just like, please call me a pedophile. Oh no, people have. Supposedly he raped, raped uh, a little girl. His daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Him. I think at this point he's just like. Come on, I want you to do this. Yeah, he's he's a like, go on, give me the old Kevin Spacey, I can take it. Brian Singer is probably gonna be added too. Oh, soon. Brian Singer, I thought we were over that. I thought he did his time or something. No, the allegations went away. I kind of forgot about to be honest. I forgot about him too. I I thought well, I didn't forget about them, but I know that they went away, and I thought we were just kind of like done with it. I thought they would like found some kind of solution or something. There's definitely a story coming out though, because Brian Singer just deleted his Twitter account. Oh, goodbye, Brian. Yeah, he's why is this so. 2016 was rampant celebrity deaths. And 2017 is rampant celebrity sexual assaults. Yeah, pretty much. Can't wait for 2018. Which is just going to be... It's rampant celebrity alien abductions. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, it's sequel. Uh, Jessica Chastain says she would be interested in playing Beverly. I'd be down for her. I I'd also, be down for that. I'll, I'll like Emmy Adams may a little more for that role, but... Just Justin really good. I feel like Amy Adams is the obvious choice though. Yeah. Chastain seems to be in Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. But she's not playing Lawanda. She's not. You are correct. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. She. Oh, I was about to say she could play um, Emma Frost because that's the only other female character but that I remember being in the January Jones is already that role and she, I... she died. Yeah, I remember that Emma Frost was. I only remembered Emma Frost as, like the other female character besides Phoenix and Lalandra in the Dark Phoenix saga. Yes, I mean, this. Because. They could just recast them across They've done it before. Are they going to do the Hellfire Club? I don't know. Because Hellfire Club was an important part of that thing. Like, Mastermind was the, um, or whatever his name was. I think it was Mastermind. He was the one that kind of, like, unlocked the Dark Phoenix power just by messing with her mind so much. I mean, Sebastian Shaw is dead. Donald Pierce is dead. Emma Frost is dead. They were, like, Three of the founding members of um, Hellfire. Yeah, and then... Well, this is a side note. I kind of didn't like how Quicksilver didn't address that Magneto's his father in, Dark, in Apocalypse. I feel like a wasted opportunity. Yeah, but I also feel like in the middle of like a fight, I wouldn't just want to be like, hey, you're my dad. But and then... it was kind of a good moment, I feel like. I don't know. Don't bring Psylocke back, but she's back. I don't, she would, she'd just kind of bland. If... If you bring her back, like, give her a purpose. Yeah, true. 
I mean, you throw Raleigh's. Yeah. Um, I, I love I... how Angels dies in a play. <laughs> I'm ex- I'm excited to see um potentially the um. I keep forgetting what they're called. We did this last time. The Royal Guard that protects Lalandra. L- we did do that. And yeah. they're like the best X Men villains. Because it's like there's the one dude with the little dude coming out of it. It's like War, I know, I War Star. War Star, yeah. Gladi- the Gladiator was part of that before he became his own thing. Hmm. And there was like another one that was basically Cyclops, but evil. And I remember just like reading through. Is his the- dad involved in the story? Yeah, his dad's like the king of the Star Jammers or something. Yeah. What's his dad's name? Crap. Um. Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm gonna Google it. Cyclops Daddy. Oh, no. Also, what I didn't know is that the MacGyver TV show is really popular. The 90s one? No, like, like, like there's a remake with the guy who plays Havoc, Lucas Till. That's on the second season. It's like, it's like 10 to 11 million viewers per episode. I didn't know there was a remake. I heard they had plans to make one, but I never realized that they did it. It was like really popular and kind of decent. Why'd you look up Cyclops Daddy? Um... Star Lord Daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> um, Corsair. Damn it, you're right. <laughs> you beat Google. You should be proud of yourself. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah. So, Azriel and Mystique, I guess, are. Azazel. Azazel, sorry, yeah. Um, Azazel's a demon. Um, Azazel and Mystique are like Perler's parents, I guess, but. I thought we knew that. Yes. Because Azazel can teleport. But they didn't address that. Also, I feel like it's kind of weird that they were together. Yeah. I don't like that because they look kind of bland. He was cool, but he was like, he looked like he was like 60 years old. And he's already dead by the time um Days of Future Past rolled around, like in the past segment. Yeah. So I'm was, like. That was weird. Uh, it was Toad? No, because Toad was in the military. No, no, no. I'm saying, was Toad in. Apocalypse. I feel like he was in like a quick scene because Havoc was and well, he was in the he was in the quick scene in Future Past when he's like he was in a couple the, scenes. I mean, he, he's in more in the road cut. Yeah, because there's in uh, the theatrical cut. There's the one scene where he's in the army base and he's like, "I'm the Toad." And he does his tongue thing. Yeah, and Havoc's got like two more scenes. Havoc's the most of those characters, and then Ice Spike's just not a character anymore. But I, I feel like Toad was, was in Apocalypse. Spike was created exclusively for the show. Yeah, X Men Evolution. He's, he's a cool character, though. I like him. Okay. Um. Oh, we have a lot of stories. We're we are really behind. Okay. Um. We're doing some rapid fire stuff. Okay. We can talk about the main topics. Okay. Uh, Denis Villeneuve, director of um, Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, Prisoners. He says he is uh, not directing Bond twenty five. Oh. But uh, he is doing his primary focus. But he says he would love to, to, to get the opportunity to direct a James Bond movie at some point. That's good. I, I think he'd be a good choice for that. Yeah. I hope David Lynch is somehow involved in, in Dune, in the new Dune. David Lynch. Is that the Twin Peaks man? Yes. I, I forgot what his name was. Yes. He, They're he making a new Dune. Dune? Yeah. Okay, I hope David Lynch is involved in that. Was he in? Was he involved in the first one? He directed it. Oh, yeah. Yo, did you know that for the first Dune movie, did you know that Toto made the music for that? No. Because <laughs> I, I have a movie poster for it. And it was like, it's at the bottom, it's like original score by Toto. And I was like, whoa, they, they did Africa. <laughs> That's weird. I, I haven't seen it. 
I I'm, seen, it's one of the Dave Lynch movies I have not seen. I saw it in theaters, and it was weird. It was a weird movie. But, okay. it, was, but it was good. Um, Dark Universe is supposedly dead. Alex Kurtzman and a big producer are leaving it. I think it died when you cast Tom Cruise in a mummy movie. Ah! Ah! Wow! <laughs> Wow. Can't get copyrighted. I think it died the minute they showed the trailer for the mummy and Tom Cruise was fighting terrorists in the Middle East. That's when we knew it was dead. Yeah. That's when we realized that the focus wouldn't be on horror as much as action. That's kind of interesting. I would like to see Bill Condon's take on Brian Frankenstein. I want to see Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Because the, in- the invi- before you. Come at me, hear me out. The Invisible Man is a sleazy, morally reprehensible person. Johnny Depp is also a sleazy, morally reprehensible person. <laughs> so I think he could do a really good job with him. Fair enough. Javier Roydam is Brian Frank. Just cut out. Ah. Uh, wait, I see him on... How, how would this show up? I really have seen him on Offline Earth. You're fine. Alright, um... I kind of like to see Javier Roydam as, as Frankenstein's monster. To be honest, but... That's such a big actor to cast him in, like, a non-speaking role. John Disparrow. Okay. Um, Kevin Feige confirms that uh, the leader, Tim Blake Nelson, and uh, Abomination, Tim Roth, are still alive. The MCU, they're in prison somewhere. Yeah, didn't they mention the Abomination in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. once? I don't remember. They were, like, they mentioned, I forget what, but Coulson said something along the lines of, like, if if you all, like, wait, 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 wait. Emil something, isn't that his name? Emil Blonsky. Blonsky. I'll say Rosky. <laughs> in, like, season one or season two of Earth Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Coulson was like, if you misbehave one more time, you're going to be sent to um the Antarctic base to guard Abomination Cell. Oh. So I think they're, like, keeping him on ice because he's so dangerous. Interesting. Like, isn't the... Not the cube. What's the... What's the game right person called? The what? Not the cube, but what's the game right person called again? The Gamma Ray Prison? Yeah. It's, oh. It's not the cube. It's, um... It's the big square one. Or maybe it's the cube, then. It maybe it's the cube, because... Wait, wait, so... They, then... they did an episode. They did, like, a two-part episode so, in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That's a great episode. Where they went in, and they got infected with the Gamma. And Hulk, and Hulk had the same today. Yeah. My man. Um, isn't... No, you know... Then... Then the Pym Prison in the, in the negative zone is... Is 42. 42. Then... There's two prisons in New York. What are they? Riker. Wait. Strike. No, is it? It might be Riker's, Riker's Island. Because yeah. Riker's Island's a real. Seagate. Seagate prison is the. Because that's where they had That's where they had Luke Cage, and that's where they did the experiment. There's on him. one more, though. I feel like there's another one. There's Seagate. There's Riker's Island. Another one in New York. Ravencroft, where they keep the Spider Man villains. Uh, I feel like I'm. Okay. I'll write prison on the table. So I remember this. There's, because there's Ravencroft, which is where they keep, like, Carnage, mostly. I'm, I'm missing something. I know I am. Okay. Um, Sam Jackson's filming class. Good. I'm excited. I'm excited for that movie. Can't no wait. Way. Um, Crisis on Earth X. Quick synopsis. Okay, I'm cutting out all the CW shows. We don't cover that. Uh, Crisis on Earth X. Um, uh, pretty much Barry and, Wed- Barry and Iris have a wedding. All the supers are there. And then they get some help from their, it's, like, really corny. Like, they get some help from their friends the Ray in Citizen Cold. Did they release it? The, is Crisis on Earth X out already? No, it comes out like three weeks, I think. Oh, 
I'm glad they're doing the Citizen Cold thing for Flashpoint. That was one of my favorite aspects of Flashpoint, that they made him the hero. Yeah, I mean, he's gone after... I mean, I don't know if he's going to do a couple episodes after he said he's filming all of his episodes right now. I don't know what where they're filming the episodes, maybe. Maybe they're going to get out rested for his episode for the season, but still, it's a bummer he's leaving. Yeah. Worth more, he's a talent. I added him to our thanks for his IMDb, so his only thanks credits is... Uh, when did we use his likeness? No, it just says under IMDb for his thanks credit. The Regulish Boys. Uh, the producers wish to thank Wentworth Miller. <laughs> for for existing. Yeah. Alright, uh, Black Panther character posters. Yeah, I you like those. those. I like those yeah, a lot. They look real good. Claw's hand looked real weird, though. Do you see when, that? When he's like, he's like, I forget what he's doing, but he's like that. Holding his prosthetic hand. Like, that looks so w- stupid. Was that his prosthetic hand? Yeah. I didn't notice. I thought it was just his regular hand. No. I, I was expecting to see, like, the actual claw. I don't know why he didn't do that. But they confirm that, or at least, he does have the claw. Because yes, in, yeah. in the second trailer, he shoots it. This is going to be fun. <laughs> oh, Andy Circus. <laughs> he's like 5'8". He's really short. I didn't realize that. He's a small man. <laughs> All right. Um, Marvel was in talks to buy 20th Century Fox. for, But the whole thing with this was, though, um, they wanted to get their whole collection for their uh, streaming service. See, I thought about that. In the same way that I thought about Donald Trump becoming president, in which overall it seemed like a bad idea, but there was a very small part of me that thought, what would happen if this happened? Like, part of me was just like, slightly intrigued to see what would happen. A lot of chaos. For both for both examples, yeah, there was a lot yeah. of chaos. <laughs> I mean, like, that was a negative effect on the film industry in general, because taking out one of the biggest studios of all, of all time. <laughs> That'd be such an overwhelming display of power. That's like the Disney equivalent of gunboat diplomacy. That's the equivalent of them showing up to Warner Brothers with like a battleship and be like, give us your characters. (laughs) Or or them, uh, or Walt Disney slapping this big dick across (laughs) Batman's face. (laughs) Walt Disney beats Bob Kane to death. (laughs) Alright, um. Look at that huge spike. Stanley might have confirmed a Black Widow movie. What's that? A lot of people aren't talking about this. I don't really know how credible it is. Ta- uh, one time, Taika Waititi said he wanted to make a Black Widow movie, but make it a comedy. And I was like, oh, no, you've 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 overstayed your welcome, Mister Mister Korg Man. Hey, bro. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Um. Yeah. So I'd be done for that, but also I don't know. I trust how much to trust Stanley. He's not really a producer on this stuff. He's just kind of in it. <laughs> Stanley is just he's on his way out. Yeah, he's I mild dementia probably. <laughs> Remember when he got sick and he canceled his Comic-Con appearance and everyone thought he died? I think he died. I thought he was gonna die. So he's definitely... His days are numbered right now. But his wife just died too, so... You know, yeah, I remember that. That was sad. That was brutal. Alright, uh, so Disney's developing uh, shows for uh, High School Musical, Monsters, Inc., uh, Disney, and Marvel on their streaming... Or not, uh, Star Wars. And, yeah. Well, when John said nobody asked for a High School Musical show, I think he meant... I think he autocorrected and he meant to say everybody. Yeah. Because... A lot of people are. Oh, Really? I was yeah. being sarcastic. I mean, like, a lot of the girls in our school still love High School Musical. Well, of course they do. It's a national treasure. The, the movies actually aren't that bad. I know they're not. The Halloween Tab would probably be a better one, though, to be honest. Make it like a high school. You know what? <laughs> what high they, school mu- What if they gave Halloween Town the Riverdale treatment? <laughs> <laughs> or Sky High, though, the Riverdale treatment. Actually, they'd be in their 20s now. Actually, they're probably supposed to be their 30s. That was a while ago. <laughs> the only came back is Bruce Campbell, because Carol was like, why would I do this? Carol was like, give me the money. <laughs> Make a Halloween Town show. Make a Halloween Town show, but make it like a mix of Riverdale and Supernatural. So like all the ho- all the Halloween stuff is like 
really scary. Sujin with uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I believe. Yeah, I'm excited for that because they can do a lot with the CW. Incredibles 2 trailer is coming out soon. Not much else to that. Can't wait. <coughs> uh, Justice League reactions. Very uh, mixed. I heard some unfortunate news that Steppenwolf and Cyborg are the weak links. That's what I heard too. My, my heights boy. My heights man. I still watched the interview, so I don't know if a question got asked or not. My man's. I, but I was I still seeing a lot of people praising Cyborg though, so I'm I, like I don't want a lot of things in life. I want Ray Fisher to succeed. I would agree with that over anyone else in that cast. Yeah, he, he's a good especially he's a good over dude. Ben Affleck. He's a good dude. Borg life. <laughs> I want I want a Borg life T-shirt. He, he, he starts selling them soon. Yes, we should get those. We should get those. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh, we kind of ran out of time for murder. Okay, we can talk murder on the express for a bit. Um. Okay, you want to talk murder? Um, we're doing the Orient Express. It was a good movie. You should all go die for saying that it was bad. We we talk spoilers. We can. Yeah. You I made mean, me think that um, you made me think that it would be bad, so I went in with lowered expectations. I think it's in the 60s. I run tomatoes. It's like 64. It's still fresh. It's, it's still fresh. B B checked yesterday. And it was like 61. Well, yeah, it's still fresh, but okay, that's good. But it deserves more than that. I'd say at least like mid 70s, maybe. Maybe like high seventies. Who 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 was the murderer? Have you never read the book or seen the no. first one? It was all of them. What they all they all killed Johnny Depp. <laughs> so let, it's a complicated thing. So let me explain. So Johnny Depp is a gangster, and he, you, he you, murders uh, murdered a three year old. Right? He murdered a three year old. Everyone on the train was connected to that family, like the family of the three year old, in some way. Was even Kenneth Branagh. Oh, uh, no, he was not. Okay. Kenneth Branagh... Kenneth Branagh was not supposed to be on the Orient Express, but a sudden job came up, and then he had to take that train. So his friend, who, like, works on the train, got him on. So he wasn't supposed to be there. But, um... Well, let me see if I remember this right. Um, Josh Gad's father... Defend... Josh Gad's father took the court case for the murders, and there was no evidence that Johnny Depp did it, so his father, like was ruined as a lawyer. So huh. that's why Josh Gad wanted to kill him. Daisy Ridley was the governess for Daisy, the girl that okay. Johnny Depp killed. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was the girl's grandmother in disguise because she's an actress. Uh, Willem Dafoe was a cop who was at the court case for um, the murders, but... A woman was falsely accused of the murders, and she killed herself, and that woman was in love with Willem Dafoe, so that's why Willem Dafoe is there. Um, who else? Leslie Adam Jr., he's the, he's the black doctor. The black guy is, um, he served in the war with the girl's father, and he's, like, one of his closest friends. Um, the missionary, um, uh, Penelope Cruz? She was the nurse for the family, and she was held partially responsible for the murder because she was asleep when Johnny Depp came in and took the kid. Cool snack cast. The um, butler, the guy who we thought would be dead by now, but he's not. Uh, the old man, He's a, he plays a butler. He plays Johnny Depp's butler. And um, oh, I forget what his reason was. He might have been... Wait, so, wait, so they all killed him at once? If I They showed it like very briefly in a flashback sequence, but like Josh Gad held him down... And they all, like, took turns stabbing him because Kenneth Branagh makes the point that, like, it was a frenzied attack and, like, the stabs are, like, all over the place. 
And then each person contributed something that, like, they would all, they all, like, ran together one solid alibi, and, like, they would all change, like, they'd all alter the crime scene so that it would fit with their stories and stuff. Hmm. But, in the end, Michelle Pfeiffer tries to kill herself because she, like, Michelle Pfeiffer gathered them all together and, like, planned them to be on the train so that they could kill Johnny Depp. And then she's like, she takes Kenneth Branagh's gun and tries to kill herself, but there's no bullets in it. So she's like, just let me die. And he's like, you don't deserve to die. But then, um, Kenneth Branagh. Oh, wait, uh, Judy Dench. Oh, Judy Dench. Was she the old woman? Yeah. She was the girl's godmother. She was another friend of the family. I feel like I'm missing somebody. There's the Count and his wife. Uh, The Count's wife was like a family member to them. I forget what exactly. And then the Count just kind of married into the family. Hmm. Interesting. But. When did did they get the kid's parents involved? What? When did they get the kid's parents involved? (laughs) Like in the story? Yeah. The, uh, after the girl, because the girl was, Johnny Depp kidnapped the girl. And then he killed her, right? Yeah, they didn't know what happened. And then they found her body. And the girl's mom was pregnant at the time that they found the body. And the stress, the overall shock and stress forced her to go into a premature labor in which she and the baby died. Uh, and then uh, her husband committed suicide. So basically, Johnny Depp ruined this entire family. And then they, uh, all, they all want revenge for him. So Johnny Depp's a really bad person. Johnny Depp is a bad person. How much is he in the movie? He's in it a lot longer than I thought he would be. Like... They introduce him as one of, like, the cast of characters, so he's not just, like, a throwaway. And he has some lines, and he's, like, he tries to hire Kenneth Branagh as protection, because, like, someone, he know he's, he suspects that, like, someone's out to get him, and then everyone is, and they'll <laughs> kill him. That is interesting. But at the end, Kenneth Branagh tells the- you want to see it now. At the end, Kenneth Branagh tells the police that it was, like, an unknown assassin- who killed Johnny Depp and then, like, escaped the train and they don't know who it was. So then everybody gets to go free because they weren't... He's, he he keeps saying that, like, they're not killers even though they stabbed Johnny Depp, like, 24 times. Also, they set up a sequel because they have... The, it ends with Kenneth Branagh getting off the train and then, like, immediately going to another case in Egypt. And there was a second Orient Express book called Death on the Nile. So mm. I think they want to do another one. And honestly, I trust Kenneth Branagh to do another one. I feel like this is a movie that I wouldn't want to see in theaters, but like, I I love to watch on like a Saturday night, like just like renting it at home. This is the type of movie that you should watch like when it's unbelievably cold outside, and oh, like you feel like you like, feel the whole experience. Yeah, well, yeah, because then it's like one of those days where you're like wearing really warm stuff, you got a blanket and hot chocolate. Then you like, watch like Hateful Eight. Yes, that, that, that made that experience so much better. Like right? that's the type of. It's that type of movie that, like, well, it's not the type of Hateful Eight movie, but it's that type of yeah. movie that you have to watch in a certain condition. Do you think we should do, you think we should do that with our friends? I feel like... I think we totally should. Because I, I feel like you're the only person that actually know the twist, because I don't think any of us are big Agatha Christie readers. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we should. I think that would be a lot of fun to see, just, like, watch everybody try and figure out who it is. But, um, I, the only th- really problem that I could see with the movie is that there are some parts where things feel really rushed. Like, without... Oh, what the hell? We've already gotten into spoilers. Yeah. Um, Kenneth Branagh accuses Daisy Ridley of being the killer, and we and it's, it's pretty clear that she is. 
And Leslie Odom Jr. shows up with a gun. He's like, actually, I'm the killer. I was like, oh, I guess we're just doing this now. So it was like Spartacus? Yeah, basically. Except it was only two people. Oh. And then there was like some Jesus symbolism because they had, um, Kenneth Brunner had all of, them, all of the suspects like sit down at a table. It was like the Last Supper, it looked like. Hmm. I was like, oh, Jesus, there he is. That is interesting. But overall, it was a good movie. I think it, it's, it's not getting enough love on Rotten Tomatoes and... I don't think it's getting enough love on Rotten Tomatoes because it's a very historically grounded thing. Like, it's very it very much feels like something you would watch well, in the 60s or 50s. The or, main complaint feels that it's just boring and slow. And that's... Need, I feel like you need an eye for this sort of thing. Like, so you say it's a slow burn, but... It's... I mean, there are, like, bursts of, like, fast-paced action at some parts. But overall, it's... I don't think it was ever supposed to be a fast movie. I think... It's a mystery, and it's it's a return to the classic mystery that we seem to have forgotten about. So that's why people are probably upset, because it's not what... Like I said, it's very much... It seems like something you would watch like in an old-timey theater like back in the day, but now it's modern, and they've stayed true to the whole Agatha Christie thing. So I think overall, I don't mean to sound like a DC fanboy, but I think like some aspects of it might be too smart for people to understand. Or at least, like, too too historical for people to understand is the better thing. Not too not too smart to understand, but too... Too smart to enjoy. To appreciate it, yeah. And it, it requires patience. Okay. I think, like, I think, like, if you watch it with friends on, like, one of those days, it would be a more enjoyable experience. Yeah, but then certain people will just try to figure out the plot the whole time and ask questions. Big shag. I'm actually, I'm probably going to see Wonder with, um, with Hannah, because, uh, I, I guess that's the movie that, that I am I'm seeing now. Oh, you're seeing that? Yeah. Tell me how that is, because I have a feeling that's going to be okay. Okay, I heard, I, I sent you a post about that. It was, you did? Like, yeah, or I sent it in the group chat. I didn't see that. It was Steve Weintraub, who's the editor-in-chief of Collider. It's like, actually really enjoyable movie, it does some really great performances from it. Owen Wilson? <laughs> yeah, because he's pretty great. I can't, I could never imagine Owen Wilson acting in a serious movie. Like, I saw him in Marley and Me, and I was like, wow, I, I didn't expect this from Owen Wilson. Well, he was supposed to do Tropic Thunder and then the role of Matthew McConaughey as, oh. um, the Brad Pitt, as not Brad Pitt, as a Ben Stiller's agent, but he tried to kill himself, so they were like, yeah, maybe you, sh- <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do this wow, movie. Just, just stick to the cars for now, Owen. Wow. 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 If John were here, he'd probably make a joke about Owen Wilson's suicide in the Owen Wilson voice. Yeah. I, I, I just, wow, I don't need to live anymore. I just, I just got a little sad. <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. C- cars wasn't doing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I wanted to steal a segment about, from the Weekly Planet podcast and, um, and, um, Only Stupid Answers podcast called, it's pretty much like, what are we reading? So what have you read or watched or listened to or anything like that over the past week? Oh, I like that. Yeah, we're stealing it now. We're going to call it, hey, what's something you enjoyed? <laughs> um, well, this week I started reading DC Metal, starting off with the two two comics about the origins of the evil Batman. Like I said before, I got the Murder Machine and the Merciless, which are the Cyborg and Wonder Woman. And I, under- I like it, but I understand where the complaints are coming from with people who don't like it, because it moves way too fast. Hmm. It's like they... They destroyed entire world in the course of like three panels. 
I was like, oh, no, give it... Because the whole thing with the murder machine, for example, if it, like, the villains break into the Batcave and kill Alfred as punishment for, like, Batman, I guess. But, like, that's a comic book on its own. Like, how did the villains get to the Batcave? How'd they find it? And then... Like, there's so much that they skim over to try and fit uh, an entire origin story into a one comic book. And it's just, it just feels rushed. But aside from that, it's pretty cool to see, like, where Batman went wrong. Because hmm. in all the things, it's like, his origin is almost exactly the same, but with, like, minor tweaks in it. Like, in the Dawnbreaker, I haven't read that one yet. I might pick it up some, sometime. But in the Dawnbreaker, Batman... The Green Lantern ring finds Bruce Wayne, like, immediately after his parents' death. So he doesn't have time to make the, uh... He never makes the oath to not kill. And that, that's stupid, because he's not worthy then. I know, he immediately uses the ring to just, like, destroy Joe Chill. <laughs> and then, like, eventually he... I forget how they do it, but he kills so many people that, like, he overrides the ring's willpower thing and unlocks some kind of, like, darkness. So he uses, like, dark energy to power the ring. It creates, like... It creates, like, these Lovecraft monsters that are, like, all tentacly and teeth and stuff. And he uses those to, like, wipe out the Green Lantern Corps. It's like, wow, cool. You couldn't have done this in, like, the span of two comics to maybe make it a bit better. Interesting. Um, anything that you watch, listen to, or, actually, besides murder? Um, I don't think I watched anything recently. I started playing Wolfenstein The New Order so I could get hyped for Wolfenstein 2. Nothing to say about that. Good game. Um, and yeah, I think that's really it. I uh, was rereading a Matt Fraction's run on Hawkeye, which I will stand by as one of the best complex of all time. I want to start reading Punisher Max to get hyped for Punisher. I heard it's one of the best Punisher stories of all time. Which one is that? It's the, you know, the have you heard of the Marvel Max where it's like um, super graphic, ultra violent. That definitely, definitely Jessica Jones came out and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like in the Vietnam War, it's like people's point of view and stuff like that. It's kind of interesting. You should read uh, Punisher War Journal. It was something they did in the 90s where he was in Vietnam. It was pretty good. 90s is kind of a scary time for comic books. I don't really trust that. But it was it was also the hyper-violent time for comic books. Like Wolverine, Spawn, Batman. So Punisher fit in just fine in that era. I'll add that to my list. Okay. Um, now, in terms of 90s comics, stay away from the X-Men at all costs. Because yeah. that was horrifying. X-Force. And it would, every comic book I picked Spectre. up... Every comic book from the 90s I picked up would be like, the X-something saga, part three of the nine. And be like, where are the other eight? I don't know. Um, then, I also want to start reading uh, White Knight. That's, that's the Joker Batman. Oh, yeah. Where he's like an ultra Batman fan. Uh -huh. So that's interesting. Um, the watch, um, I'm going to watch 12, 12 Angry Men tonight because I've never seen it. What? Twelve Angry Men. It's, it's it's the court case one where oh. like the, the inner city kid killed his his father. Oh yeah yeah. Um, I watched Long Shot, a, a documentary about this guy who was charged of murder, charged of murder he didn't commit, and they proved him innocent that he was at a game for the murder by episode because Kirby enthusiasm was filming there. Oh, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, that thing's about all. Watch the normal shows. Curb, Vice Principals ends tomorrow night. Was literally one of the best shows of all time the show is insane it's is that so the good. danny mcbride show yeah it's so it's so good 
and it goes to levels you never think it would hit. Like, it starts off with, like, kind of, like, a goofy comedy. Yeah, is it supposed to be a comedy? Yeah, so I'm going to explain. So it starts off, like, a goofy comedy, like, and Bill Murray is, like, the former, it's, like, the former principal in one episode. And, like, then they hire a new principal instead of hiring one of them. And it's, like, a goofy comedy. It's so much darker. It gets to the point that they're trying to get this nice lady, Belinda Brown, out of the job because they hate her because she has a job and she's a pretty fine person. They literally burn her house down. Um, they threaten her and her family points, and then they kick her out of and make her move out of town. And season one finally ends with with um, with Danny McBride getting shot by an unknown killer, and he, and so it's like progressing towards the fact that it might be Walton Goggins actually, who's his best friend, and it's just getting darker. And he's having, he's like PTSD flashbacks, and he's like he's like booby trapped his whole. He lives on the woods now. He's like booby trapped him. He's like guns in his sleeve. It's yeah, was, so dark and messed up. I was gonna say, up. I saw a commercial for it, and I was like, I, I thought this was supposed to be a funny. It's it's amazing. Like, like they do coke at one point in one episode, and then they're like, it's just, it's so strange and weird. Like, you can't help but love it. But yeah, it's like, every time I try and watch the Goldbergs, like, sometimes I'll just be up really late at night, the Goldbergs will be on, and I'm like, oh, this looks like a funny way to spend time, and it's just sad. And I'm like, oh, why am I watching this? Well, now that's Rebo's house, his mom was watching, and they're talking about Star Trek vs. Star. I'm like, oh, this is really 80s, isn't it? Alright, uh, do you have anything for Mad Max? Um, let me think. I don't think I've been particularly angry about anything. Uh, I'm gonna go anything uh, there. I mean, um, just keep up, keep up the, uh, not sexualizing we, the Stranger Things kids. I think we, you've been doing a good job of that. We literally completely forgot about all the, all about the, about the new Star Wars news. What new Star Wars news? Um, oh, trilogy! The new trilogy coming out. Brian Johnson in a new, uh, Unknown parts of Star Wars University we never visited before in any form of storytelling. Oh, great, great! Make them, make them new. I want new merchandise. I want. I actually don't because I can't spend my money. But um, yeah, right I, now, I, Force Force Friday is gonna be wild. I went to Disney store and spent nothing. I showed so much self control. There's not much at the Disney store, really. I mean, they had a pork monk that I really wanted. Well, yeah, in terms of like, in terms of collectibles, I guess there's not a lot. This is gonna be a. Uh, Son of a gun to render. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, is is that pretty much all? Do you mean? I think that's. I think that's it. All right. Take us out, Simon. All right. This has been another exciting episode of the Red Delicious Boys, hosted by Nerd That. We'll see you next week.